Welcome to the Tuesday, June 29th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. NBA Eastern Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and we might even slide in a little Euro 2020. A mix of action for you, including everything we just mentioned. Settle in and we'll get you in and out in 10 minutes with everything you need to know heading into the betting deck. All right, boys and girls, welcome back to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Alongside Tyler Folgem, I'm Joe Fortenball, and we turn our attention to Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Finals between the Milwaukee Bucks and the Atlanta Hawks. The Bucks are now up two games to one in the series. Game 4 is tonight at 8.35 p.m. Eastern. Bucks laying 6.5 with a total of 2.18.5. It's been creeping down throughout the day. Actually, it's been creeping down throughout the last couple days based on the news that Trey Young, while many expect him to play tonight, is battling a bone bruise from an injury sustained in the third quarter, late third quarter of game three. Tyler Folger, welcome to the show as always. Side total, and we'll get into the prop second, but side total, what are you thinking for tonight? All right, I think I'm going to play the uh, I'm going to play the total. I'm more comfortable doing that. Let's start than the side. You know, I think the Hawks can win this series. Obviously, the Trey Young injury has kind of changed my calculus. I still think six and a half is too much, so I'll just pass on the side. But as far as a total is concerned, I'm going to play the Hawks team total under. I think most people are thinking this game is going to go under. And with the Hawks having Trey Young compromised and their second primary ball handler, Bogdan Bogdanovich, being compromised as well, um, I just think we're going to see that team slow its pace down. And Milwaukee's been great defensively all postseason long. I think they have the second best defensive rating of any team in the NBA this postseason. So I'm looking at a uh, uh, Hawks team total under. I think if they want to win this match defensively and slow things down, limit possessions, unlike I thought the Suns would do last night against the Clippers. When it comes to the side of the total, I prefer the total and I prefer the under for a lot of the reasons you just mentioned. When you talk about Trey Young on the court versus off the court, the splits are dramatic. Offensive rating plummets from 17th in the NBA to a number that would essentially be dead last. Defensive rating improves, going from what would be 11th in the NBA to first. That's the metric. So ultimately, they get worse offensively, as we'd expect, and they get a little bit better defensively. The average pace metric for this series has been about 97.2. If you look at every team in the NBA, the Knicks were dead last in pace this year at 96. This number is directly above it. So it's been a slower series, much slower than what we normally see out of a team like Milwaukee. The defense has been better than expected, and the Trey Young injury definitely throws a wrench into the plans for high scoring. Just look at that fourth quarter where he was banged up and didn't play. Atlanta only managed 17 points in the fourth quarter of Game 3 after averaging 28.3 points per quarter prior to that. So I'm with you there. I side to the under. If I was going to play the side, and I'm not high on it, but I'd lay the points with the Bucks. For a lot of reasons I'm going to get into when we start talking about player props, which is next. Any props you have for tonight's game? Yeah, I think the one I like the most is Trey Young over two and a half threes. Um, I think with him being compromised with his burst, you're going to see him float around the perimeter and get most of his field goal attempts up, similar to the handicapping we did with James Harden. Um, I don't think he's as hurt or as compromised as Harden, but I think you're going to see more of his shots come from outside. I think he made six threes uh, with double-digit attempts in game three. So I'm looking at a similar kind of um, attempt and conversion rate from downtown for Trey in this game. All right. Two props on my end that both involve Trey Young as well. I'm going to go under eight and a half assists and I'm going to bet no on the double double at minus 220. 
And this plays into a lot of the reason for why I would lay the points with the Bucks tonight as well, although I don't like it as much as the total. We know about the health concerns. Look at what Milwaukee has done from an adjusted standpoint. Game one, when Trey Young went wild, to what's been happening the last two games. Milwaukee is content to let him bomb threes. And a lot of people think that's ridiculous because he's been putting up so many points. But look at what it's taken away from Atlanta. It's taken away Young's ability to drive to the rack and kick, creating for others. And his assist totals are down as a result. All right? In the regular season, Young was averaging 9.4 assists per game. In the playoffs, through game one against Milwaukee, Trey Young was averaging 10.4 assists per game. Milwaukee makes the adjustments. They say, we'll let you bomb the threes, but we're not going to let you drive and kick. And since then, Trey Young in two games has racked up seven total assists. Seven. Now, he didn't play a lot in game two because it was a blowout, but he did play close to 40 minutes in game three, and he still only had, I think it was three assists, maybe four, because one game he had four, one game he had three. The bottom line is that Milwaukee's adjustments, a lot of people are like, man, you're letting Trey Young bomb from deep. He's not the facilitator he once was. And as a result, the numbers are coming down. So I don't see yeah. him getting 10 rebounds in this game. So obviously I'll play under on the eight and a half assists. I think the book should be adjusting that more. And I'll play no on the double-double at minus 220. Any baseball you're looking at tonight? Yeah, I'm uh, going to uh, bet against my Cardinals yet again. Um, Carlos Martinez on the bump, and we know how bad he has been. Doesn't strike anyone out. Um, when he's on, he can get ground balls, but he hasn't been on much this season. And when he's off, left-handers especially absolutely crush him. And, and there's enough in the uh, Diamondbacks order that I think they can get a, a rare road win. The Cardinals offense, even though they erupted for seven runs last night, um, it was all basically in one bulk inning. They haven't been able to string together multiple innings during a game of consistent offense. Uh, Max Cranick on Sunday for the Pittsburgh Pirates made his major league debut and threw five perfect innings against the Cardinals offense. The only reason he didn't get to go back out for the six because a rain delay interrupted his five perfect innings. Again, a guy in his major league debut that's never pitched in the bigs before, almost threw a perfect game. We'll give him credit for 15 up, 15 down in his first start because that's how anemic the Cardinals offense has been right now. I'm not going to let the one crooked number last night sway me. This offense is still struggling mightily. So I'll take the um, Arizona Diamondbacks on the run line, sprinkle some on the money line as well. Um, and the, the Cardinals offense, I would probably play an under as well there. So I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, I'm going to play the Diamondbacks plus 143 for the game. I'm also going to play in plus 120 for the first five innings. We've talked a lot about Matt Harvey day. Carlos Martinez day should be a thing. The Cardinals are four and 10 in his 14 starts this year. They're 0 and five in his last five starts. He's got an ERA of 6.78, but look at what he's done in June. 30 earned runs in just under 20 innings pitched. His June ERA is 13.73. The Cardinals have lost 19 of 27, and they're still laying a big number against a bad Diamondbacks team. But the Diamondbacks are sending Caleb Smith out there. Caleb Smith has been good. 303 yeah. ERA on the season. His ERA in June is 2.73. He's been fantastic. And the Cardinals do not hit lefties well. 30th in home runs, 30th in weighted runs created. 15th and weighted on base average against lefties. I think this should be much closer in terms of pricing than it currently is. So the Diamondbacks plus 143 for the game. I also like Diamondbacks plus 120 in the first five innings. I'd prefer to play that one. Another one I'll throw at you, Cincinnati plus 135 over San Diego. Look at the Blake Snell home road splits this season. I don't know if anyone is more dramatic than this. Snell at home 
has a 1-4-3 ERA. Incredible. On the road, 10.36. At home, opponent's OPS, 0.543. On the road, 1.032. That's almost Barry Bondsian against Blake Snell when he's on the road. Eight road starts this season. The Padres are 0-8 in Blake Snell's road starts. 1-9 over the last 10 road games as well to boot. So honestly, this is really just a bet against San Diego and Blake Snell. He's been terrible on the road. The team itself has been bad on the road. And the Reds, we're getting them at plus 135, so that's what I'd be doing there. Uh, anything else before we say goodbye? Because I was going to slide a Euro 2020 pick in as well. No, I will mention, too, going back to the Hawks, uh, Bucks, I forgot to mention, Drew Holiday under five and a half rebounds, similar to what we were saying with Ben Simmons in the Philly series. Anyone guarding Trey Young is going to be taken away from the basket. I don't believe in this series in the three games. Holiday has gone over four or five rebounds. It's juiced heavy, I think, 135 or 142, the under. But same handicapping we were using with Ben Simmons against uh, Trey Young in the Philly series. When you're guarding that guy, you're not going to be down there with the bigs. Uh, guys like Capella, Giannis, and the like, or Lopez, who can gobble up all kinds of rebounds. So Holiday will probably have to get you know five or six long rebounds, which you can't really handicap and account for. So I will go under him five and a half boards as well. All right, final pick. If you're listening to this before noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sweden, Ukraine, under two and a half goals in Euro 2020. Why? I don't really have a reason. I got a tip from a guy I trust who plays soccer and knows it well. He says under two and a half. I'm betting under two and a half. That is it for today. Ten minutes of the bets you need, as promised. Do us a favor if you get a chance. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. We will be back tomorrow. Best of luck to you tonight. <laughs>